0: to the Heart to Heartland podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to another episode of Heart to Heartland. I'm Isabel. And I'm Soide. And as you can tell from the title, we have a very special guest on today. And it's a very lengthy interview, so we're going to be doing it in two parts. Um, So saying that, we're going to like jump right into the interview. But before we do, I thought we would, uh, you know, read my
1: grade four book report about Heartland. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. It's I've seen, seen teasers, weird. but you know.
0: So grade four, I would have been about nine or ten. So please keep that in mind before you judge me.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh wow, that's like dedicated. Amy wearing
0: a, Amy's wearing a pink dress
1: as she always does,
0: <laughs> which I assume, uh, and Spartan is brown. And Pegasus is black, so that makes sense. Are you? That makes a lot of sense. I don't know how um, to
1: ask this, but are you colorblind?
0: Yes. Okay. So Let Let's read. Let's read what I wrote here. Okay. Heartland by Lauren Brooke. Coming home, healing horses, healing hearts. The setting The setting takes place at Heartland, the barn, and the house. Characters: Amy, Ty, Soraya, Wu, Grandpa, Scott, Truwin. Mom, Matt, and Carl. Problem and conflict. Amy's mom dies. And Amy thinks it's her fault because she made her mom go out to a storm. Out in a storm to rescue a horse and a tree fell on her. Is that what happened? I think that's what happens in the books. I'm starting to have like deja vu.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, now the main events. The Hmm. main event was taking care of horses in Heartland. Taking and fixing horses and finding horses' new homes. Take a shot every time I say horses. <laughs> <laughs> conclusion. Amy Reels, oh, I cannot spell. Reels, her mom went to save horses' life, and that was a good thing. That's the conclusion? Okay. Did you like the book? Oh, God, this should be good. It was a sad book, but it was cool. I don't know what else to tell you guys. That was. I my mean, book A+,
1: plus. I would say. I'm trying to
0: think of what grade I got on this. I don't know, but I was this. I've been doing this shit a long time, guys. (laughs) That 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 doesn't no. What is that? No. Well, in my defense, I had. I don't think I was. I watching the show at that point. There was a point where I didn't like the show and I only liked the book. So maybe that was this phase. Mm. I don't know. Why she's wearing a pink dress? Not sure. Why is there a random tree? Not sure um that's all I have to say um (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) and you passed the um You
0: somehow managed to pass school I know
1: (laughs) what can I say what can I say just to prove that you know
0: yeah I literally deserve like a a seniors discount in this fandom because of that book report you've been on it for a long long time I'm doing this way too long guys way too long and hopefully
1: another season so um, but we don't have any updates today, but I think this interview pretty much makes up That's for it. That's what you guys are here for. you yeah, all here I know. for this anyway, so yeah. we'll give it Yeah, let's just,
0: just roll the cake, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aiden Moreno.
1: So today we have our patron saint of this podcast and UK's national treasure, Aiden Moreno with us. Woo! To the Hi, everyone
0: best day of my life yes where where's carl where is carl we don't know
2: yeah i don't think we'll ever know but we can be hopeful
0: yeah like i imagine i like have a story for carl in my head so i'm sure sh- it exists up here
1: so it was about a year ago that we first were introduced to you through heartland when you started playing rick um how's this year been for
2: you like um, two seasons
1: in a year like.
2: Oh, true. Well, that's why it, it's mad when you think of it like that, because what yeah. show has two seasons in one calendar year? Like, that yeah. never happens. So yeah. th- I suppose that was the silver line in a COVID. But on the other flip side, I feel like each season should probably have 18, 20 episodes anyway. So in my mind, it's only one season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, fair. <laughs> same. Fair.
2: No. But it's been annoying that it's been the pandemic, because... Mm at a time when it should be really fun you should be able to go out and do promo and traveling back and forth from Calgary and hanging out with the cast and crew Mm -hmm. and going out and drinks and all that business you couldn't do any of it yeah so it really made I wouldn't say it monotonous but it took away a lot of the enjoyment from filming because I was having to go three days before my scenes to get tested and isolate and it was constant so For one day work, you spent six days of like doing nothing, and to do that for an entire year, I hate COVID.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you heard heard it it here first. (laughs) You're
0: like the only one. I don't know what you're talking about. Gosh, (laughs) what's
2: COVID? What you about? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's apart from that negative part because I'm a negative Nancy. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, of course, it's been amazing, and I'm blessed. (laughs) i i do feel blessed though because i didn't really know about this show before i'd seen it i've lived in canada for 10 years i would seen amy's face mugging about on the telly a few times but never had i ever sat down and thought oh this is for me Mm. now i'm just as obsessed as you guys so (laughs) i feel like i'm like part of the fandom as a fan
0: yeah you're basically an og at this point yeah right
2: yeah. Like those could... Sunday lives. We are the OG group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, yeah. Tr- the trio, um,
2: the three in one. <laughs> so um yeah, I'm just grateful that it's like given me some kind, it's given me something to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. And it paid the bills. So yeah, it's been amazing. It has been amazing. Yeah that's good
0: so you kind of answered this question already but you really didn't know anything about the show before you joined
2: nothing oh like not i've i'd seen as i say amy on a horse maybe and i'd i knew sean's face and like that that accent because i remember now and again like if i'd ever describe a canadian accent I'd be like hey there how are you doing? Mm. but that's all i'd ever really seen of it
0: Did you know that, you know, Sean doesn't actually look like that in real life? Or were you, like, completely stunned?
2: I didn't know until the end of season 15.
1: (gasps) Seriously? (laughs) You're lying to me. Are you serious? I am not lying,
2: because every time I saw him, he had it on. So on, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was towards, it was episode 7 of season 15, when we had to shoot some of episode 10 because Gabe wasn't available to come back later. So I got called back last minute and it was all a nightmare, but I was happy to be cashing in them checks. So I was sitting (laughs) there in the makeup truck and because my scenes were getting slotted in, I was actually there with Jack, with Sean, because normally my scenes aren't on the same day as Sean. So I don't see him that much. Right. And he was sitting there in the chair and he'd just finished and I was just starting. So they begun to like take off
1: the wig, and I was Stop. like, "Stop! Stop hurting the man!" <laughs> Honestly, I
2: just—I was in utter shock. I was like, and I said to Annie, who was doing my mate, I was like, "What's going on? Like, what, what, what's going on? And how do I get awake? Like, this is amazing!" And then when <laughs> I was like, "What?" So I yeah, could... it was pretty. I didn't oh know my this. God for a what a season and a half so oh my gosh, that's good that's hair and makeup
0: the yeah, funniest sure. thing i've ever heard oh my god that must have been like horrifying though and then he, he tried
2: like, to come around and give me advice on how to file my taxes while it was coming off Stop. so it was the most bizarre <laughs> yeah. interaction
1: this sounds well, like did you, a dream did you like you
0: file your taxes then or
2: and he was probably trying yeah it was he was probably trying to give me really sound advice for sure yeah. but you're but distracted i was just like. like watching the wig you know like a dog (laughs) with a squirrel instead of paying attention i was just like oh my god but yeah so i had no clothes so and i didn't even realize that they're the same age pretty much him and chris yeah which is nuts
0: it is it's crazy the makeup the it just looks flawless like that's like you didn't know and that's just a testament to the hair and makeup
1: yeah and even the way he moves and everything it's just like his voice
0: because he changes his voice to like a lower yeah yes he goes all in who
1: is this person security Yeah, we have an impersonator here. Yeah, Yeah. so when you book the role, were you like, looking into like, okay, what's going on in the series, because I know you've seen Ponyboy and all that, but I think that was after you started acting. I've still,
2: I've got to be honest, I still really haven't watched a lot of it. Yeah. Well, there's a a lot to watch. There's a lot. It seems so overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. I've tried to start and I got halfway through season one and I was like, this is a big investment for yeah, me yeah. to be like involved in. And I'm using the scapegoat of, well, Rick didn't know them at that time. So he probably shouldn't know.
1: Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair.
2: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> yeah. But um, when I got the audition, I obviously then quickly binge watched the whole of season 13. I watched that all in like one day yeah um and I just did not understand how I was auditioning for it because I was like "Mm." but I was going through uh my divorce it was covid Mm. and I was trying to deal with all of this house and all these animals and I was like I don't have time to go to Alberta I don't have time to do this so I was really ungrateful getting that audition but I think that channeled into Rick so when I did the audition, I was just a real stuck-up snooty two-shoes. And normally I would put on an American-y accent, mm. assuming that's what they want. Right. But I just did it British because I was like, they're never going to do it. They're wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they were like, loved it. You've got a Zoom with Heather and Dean and Jordy and all that. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what now? I'm sorry, what now? Do they want me to change anything? They were like, just come as you. And then luckily, my ex phoned because we were still sorting out the divorce just before that Zoom, so I was livid just before it happened. And again, it channeled oh, no. into the character. So if there's one benefit of being married to an idiot, it's it can book you roles. It, I mean, you know, I people to, me write, write, write albums about you know,
1: divorces. How like that, so. to get...
0: Uh, role yeah. <laughs> get divorced <laughs> first. Take get married and then, then uh, yeah, yeah. Get married for ten years. I'll get divorced and then I'm gonna get like a really good role. Thank you. That was really good <laughs> advice.
1: So since but- you have uh, a lot of scenes with Michelle, did you have like a chemistry reading before? No. Started- no, which okay. is
2: which is actually really weird, nor because yeah. normally you always would, but I think COVID was a huge player in that. Yeah. Right. But Michelle told me after the fact that I pretty much had the role before I even auditioned for it, which is really annoying because I wish I knew that before I auditioned for it because why did I get so stressed out about it right yeah and why did I have to do two callbacks and like (laughs) (laughs) were they just like let's just wind him up here let's just do this but apparently from when I was in Jan which is done by the same production company yeah they'd watched it 724 produce Heartland as well and they were like for this character we know exactly who you want and Heather pretty much have you ever seen veep has anyone seen yeah. that show yes I i've only veep, yeah. seen
1: the gifts <laughs> yeah. right
2: but pretty much I, I again i don't know it that well but that woman who plays the president or the vice president yes. her yeah. assistant how he's annoying and like and yeah. that's who heather wrote it as inspired to be oh.
0: interesting that makes so sense. if you wanted to
2: like get an idea of that so that's what it came from originally and then it turned into this big camp British person so I don't know why that went
0: (laughs) that's like your own twist that's like Aiden's gift to Rick is just your British talent
1: yeah like speaking of that actually have you created this background for Rick because I know there's some things we know but like
2: not much well the first season no when I knew I was doing this. I went in to see if I could find the original breakdown of the character. And I actually missed again because of what was going on in my life at the time. The first three words are a gay man. I missed that.
1: <laughs> Start it with. Because that. that's
2: why I was so shocked in season 15 when they presented my husband. I was like, oh, so they are confirming this. Oh, I didn't know.
0: Oh my and they god. Were like,
2: you didn't know. Then why have you been? Like that. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> but the, but
1: they were like you're nailing it like <laughs> awesome just, and you're like, on, huh? just be you well that's
2: why when michelle in a blog post said we've got our first homosexual character and i was like am i am i <laughs> <laughs> did i
0: just come did i just come out of the closet like what's going on here
2: yeah But no, the backstory, for the first season, I knew what my purpose was. It was just comedic. um, What's the word? I don't know. But the opposite of all that heartache that was going on in 14. And I knew I was there to support the comedy of Lou's storyline. So as much as you want it to be about you and whatever, I knew my place. And I knew I was grateful to have a job. So I was like, shut up and just do what you're told. But then in between 14 and 15, I obviously... Um, quite overbearing so I became friends with everyone and I was like <laughs> hi everyone I'm really involved in this even though my character's this big um, and so I told Amber all of my ideas and she was like okay then you need to send them to me and so I pdf like this storyboard <laughs> of all of my ideas for Rick and none of them were taken up but I personally think a lot of them were then used for other characters, but that's all I'll say.
1: Mic drop. Yeah, I wanted to know more, but okay. Dang. No, I I just
2: gave, like, hints of storylines, and then when I watched season 15, I was like, oh, that's very similar to one I
1: said. Oh my god, that's like (laughs) a genre
0: thing they copy stoila's fanfic do you know how many of her fanfics are
2: actually on the show it's kind of scary <laughs> didn't you say something was pretty much like for like of what you've written before exactly the same in season 15 right just season...
1: uh katie replaced with georgie basically yeah yeah
2: but i mean crazy, yeah. everyone has different ideas but yeah i do have like an idea and i was trying to link rick to horses or why he would be there because that has always bothered me Mm -hmm. i just don't understand why this british guy is in the middle of alberta working in a mayor's office like i want to know why why how did he get there and i was hoping when i saw his mum coming in that we were going to understand why he was there but again i need to remember he's there for the comedic value but i'd like him to be more linked to like horses and I'd like some kind of family member to link him there, so like a Canadian relative.
0: Well, like you get know, you know what I mean. Just yet? say that Carl's a cowboy. Like you fell in love with the cowboy, That's and true. like is involved, and so you actually hate it there, but you love Carl. I feel like <laughs> that would you know
2: but then carl's (laughs) never there (laughs) yeah literally he's on the farm but no i think he should like do tinder's dates for amy in maggie's or something (laughs) for sure or even just for friends is there a tinder for friends because that girl needs friends Bumble,
0: Bumble yeah bumble's Uh used for dating but whatever it's supposed to be a friend my friend
2: when my friend in london went on a bumble date last night that is not for friends
0: yeah (laughs) i think that's how it's advertised (laughs) speaking of being a gay man in real life and as a character what has who me um how has it been playing the first lgbtq plus character um like what's the reception been and i'm obviously canon
2: hello (laughs) yeah um i've really enjoyed it but i wish i wish i had just a some input in it just only a little but i really do and again it's hard because you don't want to step on anyone's toes and you don't want to seem ungrateful and you also need to learn your place and i hope i don't get shot for this but um yeah i just really like Oh, are you okay with this or like does this seem this,
1: authentic and all that is like... this
2: a stereotype you feel comfortable yeah. playing into yeah. um but they have handled it well so far but i just if it goes forward i would like some just just a conversation right. about yeah. it to be honest because i don't know if anyone in the writing room is lgbtq plus yeah, right. I don't know if you guys yeah. know, but I'm not sure if anyone no, is. And not so really. I always think with people of colour or any minority, from a straight white male perspective, which is the majority of the TV and film industry, mm. you, it's all well and good putting people on TV that aren't a straight white male, but to speak on their behalf then is sort yeah. of not solving the problem at all, is that you've got to tell it from other people's perspective.
1: Yeah. So maybe.
2: I know again it's a small comedic part, but if there's any kind of development, because it is it's a big thing to have a big old gay on Heartland, mm-hmm. isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. like hi, baby. hi. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> like loads of people have just pressed stop on the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what if was... they've made it this far, I mean, they would have stopped That's true, like yeah. episode three
2: or something. Yeah. And but they I'm did... proud of them for doing it. yeah Yeah. agreed
0: it's not easy with you know the fan base
2: yeah i mean i've had i mean i am someone who is never a victim like i am one of the i I think it's the british or european thing but i'm very just like get on with it half the time i would say things not very nice back but i've grown a little i've matured a little so i just i know it's their problem a lot of the time and But don't get me, it still gets to me. Like, I can still remember every single bad comment, but I can't remember the majority of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? You always remember that one negative one as much as it's like, I'm a bigger person, I don't have to deal with this. But the amount of utter crap that has been said is ludicrous. Yeah. Like, what was it? The scum of the earth on our telly show and all this. And it's like, Let's. Disgusting. This is a fake name, but I'll be like Janine from Wisconsin. Alabama. <laughs> like, take a look at your profile pic, babes, and maybe yeah. improve that for coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. or you look, or People sometimes do. I do look at their profile and my like, darling, like, come on. This ain't look, worth
0: it. Like do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then I'm not even being. But then I try and not even get that petty. I get annoyed with myself when I do that because I'm like, why am I giving these people that space? Because what is wrong with a gay person being on Heartland? Like I I just don't get what the problem is. If people aren't married and people are sleeping with people before they're married, aren't going to church, are drinking, people have had been in prison, there are so many of the mortal sins that are committed.
1: And I think. TV has to reflect the reality like no one is one way or yeah. you know and right. I, I think for me like especially like coming from very white country like right. that's been my like the thing that's helped me to kind of see this kind of different world out there because you know that's not something I've grown with and that's something important for me to hear those like stories and all that kind of stuff so I always appreciate well it has such
2: a platform doesn't it so to not use that platform responsibly in this day and age and we always use the excuse of oh they're old-fashioned they don't know or whatever no I think it's just you're a bit of a whatever I can't say it but if you aren't accepting in this day and age there is no excuse anymore like I always used to say oh like Oh, my nan can't know because she's old and she doesn't know. But now, now I've got older. I'm like, well, if she doesn't accept that, then she's not really a nice person, yeah. is she? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I went through you that. Know, I know
2: that sounds harsh, but it's harsher the other side of that
0: yeah exactly it's like have you thought about how that person's feeling instead like just because of who you love or you know who you are you're not accepted just it's not right when you really think about it when you put it in black and white it's not right it's it's awful actually and the
2: fact that people have picked up on it so much that it's a problem like i don't like that guy on heartland Mm -hmm. But it's so obvious why they don't like, because they don't say anything. They don't give any critique. I d- understand if it was about my acting. Can't say a thing about that because yeah. I ain't Meryl Street. But <laughs> when it's, I just don't like him. It's like, well, could you expand on
1: that? Yeah, or it's kind
2: of like, do you know what you're saying is wrong? And that's why you're not saying it. Yeah. Right. But for it to be such a thing means that it needs to have more of it because it shouldn't be standing out as such a big thing. It's yeah. Yeah. it shouldn't be fetish I can't say it. Fetishized. Is that the word? Fetish yeah. fresh fresh I mean
1: but... <laughs> We know what you mean
0: watching. either way. Yeah. 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 Don't ask me. Hey hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <Okay. sighs> yeah. So no, I'm it's been tough but again I am a gay man so who else should be doing that but a gay man Mm. and yes it's hard but life is hard generally as a gay man sometimes I know times have changed but I still carry around stereotypes stigma and everything so I'm not it's not going to change when I go on the telly babes is it so
1: Mm -hmm. bring it
2: on I've been doing (laughs) this for quite a long time well, as a
0: fellow gay, I would like to say thank you. It's um, about time we finally had a fellow member on the show. So as someone right. who's obviously obsessed with the show and gay, thank you.
2: You it's, are welcome. It's been great.
0: Thank you so much well, for the representation.
2: Well, I, ha- I just hope that we can do more than the this. Justice- like, obviously, I've had fun with the hello and whatever. But I'd also like to give it more depth and show Mm, that we aren't just that because I find on TV gay characters do they're just normally the assistant the best friend
0: and they're always like
2: oh what are you wearing or like oh my god she's so catty or like all that sort of stuff yeah
1: yeah, I'd like to
2: take it beyond that because we're sort of playing into the people that don't like gay people anyway because we're showing them what they think a gay yeah. person yeah exactly.
1: exactly and like i mean i am
2: like that but i just <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but it's like there's so much more as well like you can't like yeah. put it in a box. Yeah.
2: like and we I cry think, we love like... we hate we yeah. get stressed you know we get fired we get hired we, we do everything <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah so to just be the bitchy one in the office is great but To show the other side, considering how polarizing this seems to be for Heartland fans, I think. maybe. Yeah, and I think with
1: Heartland, especially, like, there's a lot of LGBTQ stories that I've learned, like, the suffering of the community or things like that. So I just wish there would be more, like, these, like, neutral stories. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't have to be either, like, suffering or, like something stereotypical like just the real like life. It could have you know? just well, been
2: me and Carl at one of those events and it not even no issues just oh yeah and this is my yeah. husband Carl and then an, a random storyline with Carl. Yeah. But nothing yeah. going on that's too I don't know I just. They did the I bare minimum. Some more. Yeah, I definitely they, want more. They did the
0: bare but, minimum when it comes to representation. my opinion i think
2: what was that one how did they slip in he had a husband did you see that comment you know when i turned Um, up at the dude ranch and someone was like and typical they slipped in that guy had a husband
0: oh i saw that yeah yeah
2: i was like oh i'm sorry is he the only one with um a marriage certificate because the others aren't married are they yeah uh,
1: apparently not because it's not like you know you can have amy have a client or something and let's say it's a woman and they're like oh my husband you know it's like shouldn't be yeah. more an issue than that yeah. you know no one's right. always like oh she's married to a man you know yeah like, yep, exactly. okay is, and it's
2: very very yeah. weird but again it's not unexpected right i mean it just comes, it just comes with it I'm sure, so. it would have been
0: nice though to have a warning like, "Hey, you know the fan base is gonna like beat you up for it, so just brace <laughs> for impact."
2: Yeah, it's been, it's, it has been pretty intense, but I appreciate each and every single person who has been really because on the flip side, you guys, but everyone who has found me on Instagram, like on when I started Heartland, I think I had like two thousand followers, and then I've only got ten now, but. That's like eight thousand wow. people who That's don't a lot, care yeah. about that. Yeah. Yep. So you know, yeah, it exactly. there are positive sides of it, and everyone's so supportive, sends me little messages yeah. and.
0: Well, the negative is always louder than the positive. It all it, it always seems like a lot of the positive people don't comment. Like I always find that comments are mainly negative, but those stand yeah. out the most because you know. Yeah.
2: The keyboard warriors yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah because they don't have jobs or anything they're just constantly you
1: know. and How i just dare you? i just don't yeah. get that like urge to be like okay i'm going on instagram i'm finding this profile i'm getting this picture and i'm writing this like okay like, telling them that i hate them Why i don't, don't know, know you them but i hate them go for I a blo- walk i've started
2: something. to just block them now straight yeah. away because yeah. there was this guy in i'm sure it was texas and it must have been after I'd done the live with Amber, because obviously a lot of people found me after Mm, Amber did that post, and I was like, as much as I was like, oh great, I was like, oh god, because Mm. people who, if people like me, they'd already probably be following me, so they're only going to come over to see this, and I just got this long message of, You can't act, you can't sing, you can't do. And to be fair to him, I was like, fair doozies. I mean, he's getting it out. But I just looked and I thought, why would you send that to someone?
1: and it's like crazy to think about that just because you're out there on social media that you have to just take it because it's not like if you're walking down the street and someone comes to you like i hate you like it's not right. like you wouldn't be like okay bye <laughs> like
2: i just don't yeah. see why people find the time or the need to tell someone stuff like that that they don't know yeah like yeah. if you've got a complaint right to the show yeah. like
0: yeah no kidding but yeah, you're, yeah. you're just doing your
1: role
2: i mean yeah it's yeah it's very weird but um i'm very to make it positive i'm very grateful because regardless of all them it's people like you And also it pays the rent, babe, so (laughs) I-
1: (laughs) Gotta pay the rent. So the next question actually was like, what's the best and toughest part of your job? I don't know if that answers it all, but-
2: Yeah, no, I would say that's not even, I don't give that too much space at all. Like even though I've just gone on about it for 10 minutes, (laughs) I don't give it that much space. (laughs) I'd say the toughest part of the job is it being so sporadic being an actor generally like you're going from one job to another and there's not many jobs where you can have a contract but then you not know when the next one is
1: yeah but
2: then ask to assume that there will be one so don't do anything with your life right but we're not going to pay you for that we just want you to wait
1: but it might not
2: happen but don't plan anything (laughs) yeah so it's like oh my god so you're like that all the time. Like, can I go on holiday? No, you. Can't. But is it? Ha- oh, we don't know. Can? I- <laughs> so basically, yeah. your life is on hold. So unless you're someone like Amber or Michelle, one, two, three, four on the call sheet, then you're contracted for seasons. So you know, mm-hmm. of course, if CBC renew or whatever, but with the show you are contracted, it's guaranteed. Yeah. With someone like me, I go from episode to episode. Did I this season? That's a lie. Season 14 was episode to episode. So each episode, they'd be like, can you come back? Can you come back? And I was like, as if I'm going to say no. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. just, no like, I'm oh, sorry. let me
1: just check. Oh, can my God. Imagine, let me check. Like, <laughs> how, sorry,
2: babes. I'm a little bit busy right now. Doing nothing. I
1: think I might squeeze you in, you know. Yeah.
2: But then season 15, I was contracted to episode 2 to 4 five or something so you have to clear that space but you don't know how many episodes you're actually going to be in and then after that I was like oh my god does this mean this is the end because why have I not got up until episode 10 <laughs> and then they were like you're in seven and ten and then I'm like yay and uh, okay late. cool <laughs> so it's just things like that that makes it less enjoyable because if you were you felt comfortable in it You'd be able to enjoy it but literally from the moment you book it you're then wondering if it's going to continue
1: yeah
2: you get what i mean it's really but again i'm not going to complain because we actors get paid well but you get paid well because you don't know when your next job's coming
1: yeah so that was the first part of the interview with aiden and we had (laughs) quite a time you know it was a long time so much fun i we literally i had
0: to book off like most of the day because of it it was so much fun and i feel like there's just three talkative people in the same zoom chat and that's this is what
1: happens and it's funny that um you know we've never like talked like this like obviously on instagram and stuff like that but it's just like when you connect you connect but um yeah aiden apologizing for talking so much but it's like that's what podcasters for so so we loved it and that's why we wanted to include as much as possible and that's why this is in two parts so come back next week to hear the rest because it's it's a joyful ride with him and um yeah until then uh, keep your noses clean and your powder dry we'll see you next week
0: Oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this. Thank you so much, Aiden. Oh my god. Also, thank you for that reminder. I will straight up pay you for one of those.
2: Do you want I've got
0: I'm serious. Like I'll send you money for it and shipping and everything. I really need one.
2: I've actually got another five order because I sent out ten of them and stupidly when I contacted people, the competition winners, I over like drew them and messaged people and then I was like, wait, I've not got enough. Oh no. So I've got, I think I actually have some spare when they arrive, so I will send you one.
0: I would be honoured, thank you so much. And
2: Soile, I'm going to the UK in March, so maybe I'll send you one from there, it'll be cheaper. Yes,
0: please. (laughs) That's awesome, you should just like go to the UK, Soile, and just go pick it up yourself.
2: Because I am never sending anything to Finland again from Canada.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Every birthday and every Christmas, I have to save. It's worth it though. I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to.
1: The flights to London are probably like five euros cheaper now. Well, that's like cheaper than mail. But also, I'm like, no way in hell! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! But that's what
2: drives me nuts here. Like to go to Calgary, it's so expensive, and I still have. I've been here for ten years, and I still don't grasp how air travel is so expensive within one Mm -hmm. country when there's euros. We're like, have you got 99p? Let's go to Rome. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: like might might be back for tonight. Like, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Canadians, sorry, <laughs> isn't no, it?
1: I love good. that i someone who finally understands the struggle. Like,
0: I was writing something down for I forget, so I don't even know what's going on over here right, <laughs> right now. Anyway, so you're good.